pot, Louise shouted. The other's for Herbal, and a couple of those Atkins ginger nuts. Then, quieter, Jude, dear, I must go. I've Tai Chi at noon. Just take my word for it, would you please? She needs her daughter. The line went dead. Jude stared at the black Bakelite receiver, then dropped it back in the cradle. She looked up the number in the stained address book on the counter, but after four rings, she got the message, in Louise's guarded tones. You have reached 36884921. Me again, Jude, she told the machine. I, listen, I really don't get what's wrong. I'd appreciate it if mom could call me back right away. Rachel must be well enough to use the phone if she was walking around making tea, surely. Jude cooked some oatmeal just to kill a few minutes. After two spoonfuls, her appetite disappeared. This was ridiculous. Sixty-six, lean and sharp, Jude's mother never went to the doctor except for flu shots. Not a keen traveler, but a perfectly competent one. Louise was six years her elder, or was it seven? If there was something seriously wrong with Rachel, pain or fever, bleeding or a lump, surely Louise would have said. It struck Jude now that her aunt had sounded evasive, paranoid almost. Could these be the first signs of senility? Jude tried the Luton number again and got the machine. This time she didn't leave a message, because she knew she'd sound too fierce. Surely the two sisters wouldn't have gone out a minute after making a pot of tea. Her stomach was a nest of snakes. Pop over. As easy as that. The Atlantic stretched out in her mind, a wide gray horror. It wasn't as if she were phobic, exactly. She'd just never felt the need or inclination to get on an airplane. It was one of those things that people wrongly assumed to be compulsory, like cell phones or gym memberships. Jude had gone through her first quarter century just fine without air travel. In February, for instance, when much of the population of Ontario headed like shuddering swallows to Mexico or Cuba, she preferred to go snowshoeing in the pinery. Two years ago, to get to her cousin's wedding in Vancouver, she'd taken a week each way and slept in the back of her Mustang. And the summer her friends from high school had been touring Europe, Jude had been up north planting trees to pay for her first motorbike. Surely it was her business if she preferred to stay on the ground. Your mother's not herself. What was that supposed to mean? Neither of them had called back. This whole thing, Jude told herself, would no doubt turn out to be nothing more than an inconvenient and expensive fantasy of her aunt's. But in her firm, slightly childish script that hadn't changed since grade school, she started writing out a closed-due-to-family-emergency notice to tape on the door of the one-room museum. Rizla took the afternoon off from the garage to drive her to the airport in his new orange pickup. He was in a full-length shearling coat of Ben Turner's. Jude had found it in a dry-cleaner's bag in the basement, years after her father had decamped to Florida. And it gave her a shiver of pleasant spite to see Rizla wearing it slung over a white snake t-shirt stained with motor oil. White specks spiraled into the windshield. The country roads were thickly coated with snow. Jude took a drag on the cigarette they were sharing. So, how come when I called it said, this number has been disconnected? Just a temporary misunderstanding with those dumbasses at the phone company, he said out of the side of his mouth. Uh-huh. After a second, she asked, What are your payments on the truck? Isn't she a beaut? She is. She's a big, gorgeous tangerine.
What are your payments? Rizla kept his eyes on the road. Leasing's better value in the long run. But if you can't cover your phone bill, shit, if you're planning to grill me on my budget all the way to Detroit, you can ride in the back. Okay, okay. Jude passed him the cigarette. Why wouldn't either of them have called me back? I left three messages, she muttered, aware of repeating herself. Maybe your mom's got something unmentionable, he suggested. She is British, after all. Like what? Bloody stools? Syphilis? Pubic lice? She flicked his ear, and Rizla yelped in pain. She took the cigarette back and smoked it down to the filter. I bet the old gals are just getting on each other's tits, he said after a minute. My sisters used to rip each other's hair out, literally. All your sisters? Mostly the middle ones. Riz-